Wir gehen jetzt in den Wassers los. It's Deinen Freundo, Seth, I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh, German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name. Actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, Super Nintendos? Welcome to the Nintendo Voice Chat Podcast, the only Nintendo podcast recommended by 7 out of 10 dentists. I am your host, Seth Macy, joined today by Reb Valentine. What's going on, Seth Macy? Jada Griffin. Hello. These horns probably will not make it through the whole show. Oh, well, show's over, folks. Sorry, Jeffrey, <laughs> but we're also joined by Jeffrey Vega. It's-a me, Jeffrey. 
oh, that's funny that you would say it like that. Because <laughs> guess what today's topic is? We're going to be talking about the Mario movie. I've seen the Mario movie. Reb, you seen the Mario movie? I saw the Mario movie last night. Jay, did you see the Mario movie? I liked it. It was so nice. I saw it twice. Wow, that's impressive. Jeffrey, did you see the? I, I know you did. You were you were on the red carpet. I actually have also seen it twice, and I was really excited to one up Jada. And I, <laughs> you I, know what? I'm done. I'm no, we're, I'm I'm leaving this podcast. No, I can't. I can't. Oh. I can't, I can't right. deal. No, with we can't it. do that. I can't deal with we've, it. We no. We we have to. We have to just all labor on, and we're going to talk about. Listen, by the way, folks who are listening at home, and you're like, well, I'm not listening to this podcast because they're going to spoil the Super Mario movie for me. No, we're not. We're going to give our impressions spoiler free, and if we do spoil something uh like how uh mario dies at the end oh mm-hmm. oh sad i mean that's a that's a Whoops. that's a i mean if it didn't have that would it be a mario movie yeah like come on everybody's yeah. fallen yeah. in a hole in super mario yeah i mean exactly. zelda falls in a hole in tears of the kingdom everyone's there fallen into holes this year yep <laughs> zelda, uh, yeah zelda zelda also doesn't die in the mario movie but neither yeah. does super mario so that <laughs> wasn't a real spoiler but it was Stop cool when she appeared it. It was really cool when Zelda was just like there for no reason. She needed a sandwich. It was so odd. That's also not true. We're not spoiling this. Um, we are going to do our best. However, I know that pe- the uh, the definition of a spoiler has over the last decade or so stretched to include like mentioning the name of the movie is a spoiler now. Did you all know so- that Mario is in this movie? <laughs> Reb. Look, I don't want to <laughs> spoil it or anything, but he does get super... Mario. Oh my goodness! And he has a brother. Oh, anyway, you all no, may um, as well just not see the movie at all at this point. Yeah, don't see it. You <laughs> don't bother. Yeah. You've already I'm told everything there is to see. You got the plot basically. Just sit at home and eat popcorn in the dark <laughs> <laughs> by yourself. Well, what I would like to invite the panel to do, um, and because I'm going to start off once again, I have taken notes and I've written them in cursive, and I am going to rate my personal. Uh, uh, review, not review, but I'm ra- rating the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, the IGN review, which was by Tom Jorgensen, gave it an eight, which on the scale is great. A little mnemonic there to help you remember eight rhymes with great. So, I am my personal score for the Super Mario Brothers movie, and you're welcome to tell me that I'm wrong. My that my opinion is wrong. I gave it a seven, which is good, which is good on the IGN scale. Um, the voice cast overall, I want to give it an eight. Jack Black as Bowser, eleven out of ten. Oh Jack my Black God! Yes, is mm-hmm. the best part of this movie. Visuals, ten. It was like one of the most beautiful movies, uh, animated movies I think I've ever seen. And I think seeing it on the big screen, I would recommend that because it is just it's so enormous and colorful and beautiful and so detailed. So visuals, ten. Set pieces, action sequences, ten again. There's some really cool, exciting, fun stuff happening on the screen. It's, um, not, it's never too hard to follow along with. It just, it, it's, it's, it's a frenetic pace that just can't be stopped. I mean, un- until it does, obviously. We, we, there is like a 90-minute runtime. Oh, spoiler. Um, references <laughs> and Easter eggs, 11 out of 10. I was sometimes distracted trying to be like, wait a minute, is that what I think it is? And uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Nintendo fans, you're going to be really pleased by just the cool reference. And they're not overt and like they don't bang you over the head and, and say, like, remember this. It's just like subtle, not even subtle. No, it's just so a lot of it is work. subtle. There's a lot of well, subtle ones. It's both. It's There's both. both. It's it's both. Yeah, sure. Um, As far as the story, I'm going to give that a four. 
because I thought it was very weak and uh, almost, uh, as far as a story goes, I thought it was kind of bad. And for the message of the movie, I'm going to also give that a four because I thought it was pretty trite and uh, and uh, cliche. So overall, but, but Seth, what, what, that... what, how would you compare it to the first Super Mario game story? To the yeah, first Super Seth. Mario game story? I would say that the story of the game, uh, Super Mario Brothers for the NES, is better than the movie <laughs> uh, because it uh, the story for the movie felt like it was being written while the movie was going (laughs) if that makes any sense okay so um yeah uh i but that being said i had a very good time i enjoyed it a lot i have some other notes here um i will probably be okay if i don't see it twice like jada and jeffrey like the jays wow fake fan (laughs) yeah yeah not a mario fan i'm revising my prediction i don't think this is going to be the biggest animated movie of all time I know I've been saying that for months. Wow. Next thing you know, he's going to be saying that Tears of the Kingdom isn't a 10 out of 10. No, that's an 11 out of four. That is going to be the greatest (laughs) game ever made by human hands. Why is the maximum lowered? (laughs) Every other game is now reduced to a four just because (laughs) just because Tears of the Kingdom. Four is the high on the on the Tears of the Kingdom scale. Four is the highest that it can be. And. So 11 what? actually breaks a lot of laws of what? physics. Okay. Um, We're going to have to like, rewrite the review scale now. Not at all. <laughs> Four is the highest. So if it's an 11, that means it's uh, almost three times the maximum. This is like the movie theater security, like dragging Seth out of the theater. No, I, it's, I think that just, you know, four just sounds better than. Look, okay. We're not talking about Tears of the Kingdom. I have notes. I wrote it in then cursive. Uh, so there are, it's a three, it's a three act structure, which is like, okay, it's fine. Like it's a common, very easy to, um, to, to, to put together, but it was jarring. Like you knew exactly. I almost expected there was going to be like a title card. Be like now our heroes must overcome adversity for like act two. So yeah, I thought structurally and, and story-wise it was not great. But for like fun and visuals and like the kids in the theater were having the best time. Like they were clapping when uh, I almost spoiled some stuff, but they were just having so much fun. And I recognize that this is a kid's movie, which is what everyone's going to say. Oh, this, this kid's movie shouldn't have a story to which I say, well, have you seen a movie called Wally? Have you seen a movie called uh, Watership Down, which actually is oh my a God, kid's movie? Seth. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> no, uh, I was just joking about that. But like never ending story. Robin Hood. Well, you were comparing it to the Lion King, which I think the 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 weird CG Lion King was an absolute abomination. But Lion King has one of the best animated movie Absolutely. plots. Uh, Shakespearean. Yeah, I mean it is. It, it is. It's basically Shakespeare for kids, which you know turns out when you put lions in it, pretty good. Yep, I love the. Uh, I last time actually I was in the city, I saw the all lion. <laughs> I'm Hamlet, and it was amazing. The two gentlemen of Verona. I've never seen that until you've seen it with lions. I I'm just saying pardon? Shakespeare plays. All right. That is my th- uh, overall seven story problems, but it's still a super fun time. Everyone should see it. It'll, it'll leave a smile on your face. Um, go and, and also enjoy pop. I'm still like doing that thing. You know, when you floss, like after the theater, you're like, oh, yeah. how did that get down in there? Yeah. Seth, you saw that movie like four months ago. I know. And I've been flossing religiously ever since. Your Five dentist or six approves. times a day. Actually, it turns out it's just a tooth. Um, I thought oh. it was a kernel 
of of time. But anyway, hey Reb, how do you feel about the Super Mario Brothers movie? No spoilers. Um, I'm not gonna go through and score everything like you did because I. Oh my god! Be- why do I even try? <laughs> because I basically agree with every score you just gave it. Oh, like, like, that's like awesome. I, I might tweak a couple here or there, but like, like okay. that's that, that's pretty much how I feel. Um, I feel like the voice cast largely did a really good job. Honestly, Chris Pratt was yeah. fine. Yeah, like mm-hmm. nobody fine. did a bad job. Um, yeah. whatever. I I was not thinking about Chris Pratt being Mario after the first two seconds of the movie. Like yep. Yep. It, it just went out of my head. Jack Black, he's so uh, cool. Chewed the scenery uh, at every possible moment. That Charlie Day did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I wish I could have seen more of him. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we yeah. needed way more like, Charlie Day. Yeah, it's not that there was like a low amount of Luigi in the movie, but I I could have taken some more. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought the score was phenomenal. Uh, Ooh, the score you, was the best part of the movie. If you're a, yeah. it is. If you're a Mario music nerd, like you're gonna get so into this. I actually, I, I like you, Seth. I've only seen it once. I think I probably won't go out of my way to see it again. Like if someone throws it on the TV, I'll watch it. But like, sure. I, I probably won't go out of my way to see it again. But I, I would if I could like just cut out all of the voices and just like focus on the score. Uh, just because there's a lot of there's a lot of like really good musical Easter eggs. I don't want to like I'm not going to spoil anything for people, but there's like a very there was a specific moment kind of in the first half of the movie where there's a scene happening to a character I really liked, and you get two bars of a really recognizable theme from mm-hmm. a very specific game in the Mario universe, and I was like, ah, it's that game, yep. and then it was gone and it was over yep. and it moved on, and I was like, oh, I could have taken more of that, but like also I was just so happy it got it like worked. it got just this little nod in there. Yeah. It was like really cute. Uh, yeah, music's great. Uh, lovely to look at, uh, but yeah, it's it's just very frantic. It. It feels like at the start of that movie, someone just grabs Mario by the hand and just yanks him through a plot as fast as possible. That's um, exactly. Yeah, you just yeah. spoiled the plot. They actually just <laughs> yeah. yank him around. Mm-hmm. The whole and that I person mean, is of, Princess yeah. Peach. Like he's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. It's just yeah, and, and that's kind of part of it. But there's a lot of moments of being very careful here of, of somebody just sort of showing up and then being like, Oh, well now we have to go do this. And there's never like any explanation as to why that's the thing to do now, or how any of these people know that that's the thing they're supposed to be doing or how anybody feels about it. Also, that's probably fine. Like, look, I, I got everything I wanted out of this. It was really fun. I had, I had a great time. Uh, I was at a later showing, so there weren't any kids there, but I know multiple of my friends who have young kids who have told me, uh, specific, like weirdly specific language across multiple people that their kids just grinned through the whole movie, like just smiled this huge smile. Um, That's what my mom and dad said about me actually because i did yeah well, i, I kind of did too i mean i think i think it's it's gonna be great for nintendo fans like if you're there to just pick yep. pick apart references and yep. just to see mario on the big screen you're gonna have a wonderful time if you've got kids they're gonna have a wonderful time if i would like maybe say don't bring like adults who don't know what mario is like yeah if you if you have because like, a they partner don't exist parent no, i'm well i mean we thought is, that about the person who didn't ever play tetris don't bring the person who never played tetris to this movie no don't like <laughs> just, just bring don't bring like like a parent or a partner who is just really not into this stuff because they're gonna be kind of like what was this yep uh but apart yeah. from that like go and have a good time it was it was a blast i i enjoyed it um i yeah uh jack black just just a, having a great time so good he's so yeah can't stop thinking Jada, about him i know he's he's like can can he win an oscar for this only time will tell is it too soon to whisper oscar 
We we should we should all start whispering. Oscar. I mean, we won't, but no. Jada, what are you? I'm, I'm, I want to hear. I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Since you so are in the two two X club. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I you know the first time watching it through, I was kind of like just enjoying it for what it was. The second time I went through and kind of like I was like looking for deeper Easter eggs and stuff. And you know the eleven out of ten Easter eggs, hundred percent true. I might even bump it up to like a fourteen out of like eight. Oh my god! What are these so fractions? Many, there's so many. <laughs> the envelope. <laughs> there's so many like Easter eggs, and like I caught so many on my second way through that I missed on the first way through. Um, and so like for me it was worth watching it a second time because I love seeing Easter eggs in my movies like that. Uh, the score again that's like a 22 out of 5 like Dan oh, is best somewhere like video game music score this world is breaking <laughs> because of what you were doing to a scoring system the 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 musical score is like by far the best part of this movie hands down um the original song from Jack Black that's in the movie is just amazing and i have not left singing that so i have not left the theater without singing that song on yep. repeat to myself um yep. i have been listening to tenacious d on repeat uh -huh. on spotify because that's how much i love jack black's performance i'm wearing the horns in the honor because bowser is by far the best character of this movie and we 100%. need 100 percent. we need a second movie that is just bowser peach and luigi that's that's yeah. all that's all we need in this in the in the sequel we need we need to do mario is missing for the second movie um and we can just you know sideline crisp rat and uh you know mario and all that stuff and bring him back in at the end that's fine yeah um but yeah overall like you guys said story is it's a it's a very much a nothing burger it's uh it's just kind of it's there it it gets you from point a to point b um without explaining anything and you know what? it's okay for that uh in the first screening i went to there was there were kids in it and they were cheering and shouting and having a good time like you don't have patience for plot it's yeah it does and it doesn't need a plot you know it's like i asked seth like would you compare it how do you compare it to the first mario brothers games storyline like go save the princess like that's go fight go find bowser and save the princess let's kind of you know it's basically along those lines um so but yeah no i think it's a fantastic movie i really enjoyed it i agree with your seven uh seth i think this is like a great foundation for nintendo and their mario movies or nintendo franchise of movies and i think it's only going to get better because i think we're gonna get deeper in plots and more even more easter eggs better musical scores and even stuff like that like i don't know how we get better musical score than we got this time but i feel like there's so much there more room to grow more untapped mario there are so themes. many untapped yeah. so, so but yes such iconic 100 percent agree okay. all right jeffrey uh is the other member of the 2x club who's seen it twice I i'm i'd love to hear your he fell asleep in his first one. Oh my god is that true <laughs> That's actually not you true because red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jada, the first time I saw it, I saw it with Jack Black. So I sat in his lap and uh, we That's watched so it at the cool. premiere. It's, I mean, yeah. I bet it was really comfy. Oh, yeah. It, it was. It was. Uh, Did he serenade you? Rub, rub your head. Yeah, it was like Go surround sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's, I, I can't stress enough. I agree that. The best part of the movie is the score. Like Brian Tyler, the composer, like working mm -hmm. with Koji Kondo's, you know, the original Nintendo kind of, uh, you know, composer of all those songs. They, they like, they made something so beautiful. And when Reb was talking about like, oh, there's like this kind of two bars of things. I was, I'm wondering which one you're talking about because there's exactly so many. Talking about. But yes, there <laughs> were a bunch. There's, yeah, there's so, there's, and they're very quick. Like, they're just, like, just, it's just a beat. 
and it's so wonderful. Um, so yes, I love the movie. I think I would give it an eight as well for great okay. because it's weird when we talk about uh, that this is a kids movie because we have to remember that one of the greatest movies of all time is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is a PG movie for kids. And yep. that has one of the best stories of all time. Yep. So, you know, you can't really give this movie a pass. At the same time, what, you know, what what do I go to see this movie for? It's to see an animated Mario movie, an animated Nintendo film. Like, it's beautiful. The animation is beautiful. I was like, the yes. whole way through, I kept thinking, oh my mm. God, I can't believe there's a Mario movie. There's a Nintendo movie. Like, this is real. Like, this is so beautiful. And yeah, the games don't have plots really we don't play for the plots but it is such a fun ride it's like yeah mario needs to go save somebody from bowser like that's it um yep. you can really but, tell the animators had a lot of fun with this film oh, there's absolutely. so oh, many yeah. great animations yeah. yeah and and that's actually one of the things i can't get over the movie which when everyone sees this movie you will agree with me everyone's going to scroll back to the podcast and listen to this part is that the way that they made this movie it felt they put so much into it. It they, it seemed as if that this was the only time they would ever get to make a Mario movie. It's yes. just so... Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh my God, we're never going to get another chance. Let's put every possible thing ever, which is not a bad thing at all. But the movie is 90 minutes, a tight 90, and it goes yeah. by so fast that does. There, are, there are a few emotional beats with certain characters. And I wish that's just like, oh my God, like I can almost feel like a tear coming on. And then the movie's like, all right, let's keep going. Mario Kart time. Yep. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to see this Mario and Luigi like brotherly love because that is a really great part mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I just like, I, yeah, spoiler, Mario and Luigi are brothers. Uh, I think oh. Seth already spoiled oh. that uh, <sighs> already. So I'm not the villain here. Just killing uh, me. <laughs> People could have yeah, skipped the I, intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I want someone in the comments to just put the timestamp so it starts here. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's so fun. I probably will see it again because I love, I, I just love movies and any excuse to go. Yeah. yeah. I will say I, you know, since my, you know, you guys mostly work on games. I mostly work on entertainment at IGN Mm -hmm. and I see a lot of movies multiple times. And there are so many things that I caught in the second time because there are so many Easter eggs as as Seth alluded to, like, for I I don't even know if it's a spoiler. To, like I'm not going to say what the Easter eggs are, but like you know there are like other Nintendo games in the movie. That's just such mm-hmm. a fun like ah yeah. haha. Some of them are very like oh this is a scene, and some of them are like oh wait what's that on top of the TV? You know yeah. What does that just fine a, say? It's going to be great for like home viewing when you can pause and be like oh wait what was that? Yeah no the, I can't uh, wait to break it down and dissect it scene by scene. Like yeah. well, if you go to Amazon.com right now from IGN Deals, you can pre-order the 4K Super Mario Brothers movie. Whoa, IGN Deals on Twitter. I don't have any space on my uh, my DVD rack or Blu-ray rack anymore. Whoa, you're not getting the Mario movie, Jada? I'm gonna download it. I'll just do digital. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. You don't have any space on your computer. There's though. another. There's another solution. Get a new DVD rack. I just bought Sorry. a new one. It's already full. Does IGN Deals awesome. post deals on racks by chance? Yeah, uh, you gotta go to IGN Racks uh, at IGN Racks on Twitter. No, 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 no. Yeah, God, no, 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 no. Yes, please. All right, red. Okay, fine. Anyway, IGN shelves. Whatever. I I forgot. I had 
uh, bringing it back to the Mario movie, movie for a second, I forgot I had one <laughs> other rating, and I want to go on its realistic depiction of plumbing. It gets a zero out of ten. As, as someone who was uh, employed as a plumber, uh, none of that was accurate. It, it, other than not the even fact the white gloves, was, especially not the white. <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right, cool. So we're all in agreement. It's a great or good movie, and everyone should see it. And, or maybe see it twice or even three times. I'm curious take to see. Take your kids. Yes. Hey, if you have, you have kids, kids take them. Please take them. Just grab a kid off the street. Hey, you're Don't, coming no, with no, me. No, 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 <laughs> no. Every week. Every no. week we're endorsing things you should <laughs> I, not be doing. I don't think things through. I thought it would be a nice gesture. Hey, kid, why don't you jump in my car? We're going to go see the Mario movie. That's probably not. <laughs> we're getting don't canceled. do that. We're getting it is, every single last week, episode Dana. of NBC Stranger ever. Danger. <laughs> I do love the idea that Seth accidentally says creepy things, but they are very wholesome. Like I do want people <laughs> to see the Mario movie. So like, let me buy you a ticket and let's watch the movie. And yeah, maybe just buy a ticket and give it to the kid. Like if you're going to do that, Seth, don't take them with you. Just like, hey, I bought a bunch of Mario movie tickets. Here you go. No, go ask your parent. Yeah. Just well, I don't know. I, Leave other I will say alone. Yes, that's okay, the safest yeah. thing. Can I say really quick, though, that sure. after I saw the movie at the premiere, <laughs> brag, and then also wow. uh, I paid for it at the theaters to, mm-hmm. to give my money. Wow. To Richie, office. Richie, Rich. OK. Sheesh. OK. I have, I have the AMC A-list, so I don't know if I can. So did uh, Jada. The right. concessions line was 30 well, minutes yeah. long. I got 35. Uh, it's great. It's a great deal. <laughs> my partner missed post- the opening scene. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I-, I will say. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say about the movie. About hey, the yay, No, no, no. No. Yay. <laughs> Wait, no, it was really Oh, I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. <laughs> Worry not, Ninfrendos. I remembered exactly what it was. Is that as soon as I got home, you got to cut the break, Mario right, Kart. Seth? <laughs> no. <laughs> I played Mario Kart. It was like the it was like this urge. I was like, "Oh, I really want to play Super Mario Odyssey." Yeah. I really want to play Mario Kart 8 yeah. Deluxe, a game originally released in 2014. I really 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 want to play Mario games right now. Like it was just so pretty. It was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to bust open my copy of 3D All-Stars and we're going to play Super Mario Sunshine in HD because the Mario wow. movie was a commercial for Mario movie games yep so yeah i, think I wanted to play one. super mario world i think that was the one i wanted to go back and play so i have a weird embarrassing confession so i didn't no. want to play mario games when i left uh i can't uh i'm not going to spoil this for people we know jack black has a musical number uh and in that musical number he repeatedly says a specific word uh that, that is related to food in some way do not look at my twitter if you don't want to be spoiled all i wanted to do was eat that food when i got home oh i believe it i was so hungry for that very specific food item and i didn't realize what was happening because uh, I, I wanted something when i got home and i was like man i really want this um but we don't have any in the house uh and it's very rare for people to keep fire flowers in the house right? i know i know <laughs> and and my partner said is this because jack black sang that song and i'm like oh my god that's exactly what happened so that's that was that was what i brought home from the mario movie <laughs> yeah that's that's a great that's like kind of like the 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 menu uh with Anya Taylor Joy who's Princess Peach and I after that movie I wanted to see a che- I, I wanted to see a cheeseburger and then eat it uh because uh, there's a very good cheeseburger in the movie um, I'm gonna tell you a little secret eat a cheeseburger blindfolded heightens all your other senses so oh yeah I want to do one of those Ooh, dining in the dark I haven't done that sometime. yet I think that would be Whoa. a good idea I've never heard of that. Ever. Oh yeah, there's dining like these the dark, fancy yeah. like dining in the dark experiences you can do, where you get like this like three 
or five course meal or whatever. It's like expensive, whatever. But like it's, <laughs> but it's, it's completely dark. Nope. And you go in and Four's they unlucky. serve you and you have to eat it in the dark. And yeah. Whoa. Wait, how do you know that it's there when they serve it? I mean, they have it, people with uh, night vision goggles that are putting it in your mouth for you. No, no, no. Fisher I mean, is there you're, delivering you're your dishes. Yeah, it's <laughs> upside down. You know where your fork and your spoon are and you know where the plate is and you just have to kind of figure it out. But yeah, it's like a, it's a supposedly supposed to heighten flavor or whatever. This is yeah. related to Mario in no way whatsoever. This is related to Mario because Mario eats a cheeseburger blindfolded in the movie. Spoilers again. Oh, I can't and it has stop. mushrooms on it. Okay. Mario. Well, yeah. We all agree. Our movie, very fun. Go see it. So now, Reb, you have a deep philosophical question for us. Yes. So in the Mario movie, I mm-hmm. apologize to anyone who for some reason thinks this is a spoiler. It's probably not. In the Mario movie, at a certain point, there is... In the movie universe, a Nintendo Entertainment System that we see. Uh, I wouldn't call that a spoiler. I think it's just like when you play a Pokemon game and you have like the consoles in your house, like when you start, like, the like con- mentioning there's a console. The con- the context of it being there doesn't matter. But we know that the Nintendo Entertainment System exists in the universe of this movie. I want to ask you all how this happened because in the real world the nintendo entertainment system has mario games on it so is this a universe where miyamoto also does miyamoto exist in the mario universe is he creating games or is this a universe without miyamoto because we don't have because i assume in this universe because mario is a real person there are no mario games that wouldn't make any sense and otherwise mario is playing a game about himself I think this is a universe where Miyamoto is making games, but he's making games about like banking and finance <laughs> and other stuff like that. Yeah. It's not he, he didn't have job simulator. Yeah, exactly. He's 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 making those line of games. He uh, you know, something just didn't happen. It didn't spark his entertainment joy growing up and uh, you know, he went to school for finance and stuff like that and then that's what he made games about cuz it was the new cool thing. It's like an alternate universe Nintendo. Like I want to know in in the year that that movie takes place, like what what are the games they're getting now? Like like does Nintendo still make a Nintendo Switch? Or do they make something totally different because they've gone down like this diverging path and they don't have Mario as their mascot? Did, did Nintendo die without Mario? We don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, because this is an alternate universe where they were able to get the Popeye license oh, and they made a Popeye yep. game. Popeye yeah. is becoming so Mario. So Popeye, and in that, in the Mario movie universe, everyone is going to see the Popeye animated movie right now. And they're oh, super wow. talking. And on Popeye voice chat, they're talking about. Man, uh, Jack Black oh, sure was good as uh, Bluto. Oh Man, that was, that was the role he was meant to play. Anya Wait, Taylor you know Joy what's... is Olive Oil. <laughs> yes. Oh, that that is that a great cast. Actually, not scene. a bad casting. Yeah, that's really good. It's so funny that you mentioned the the Seth the uh, going that it's like a meta going to the movies because uh, I interviewed the directors and the co directors of the Mario movie also uh, co directed. Teen Titans go to the movies. Um, I love also, Teen Titans also, go to the movies. Yeah, wow. they, it's which is a real movie that yeah. was really good that nobody saw. Uh, oh, but, it's uh, so good. It, yeah, it's, it's great. The best and, way to watch Space Jam. Yeah, it is yeah. Insane. But I, I was jo- <laughs> that. Yeah, they the the joke though is that uh, I asked them. I was like, oh, obviously this movie is going to make a lot of money. We will definitely see sequels. I'm sure. Uh, I want to see a meta movie where Mario and Luigi go to the movies. And then uh, uh, Michael, the director, he said, uh, he said, oh yeah, Mario and Luigi go down Crime Alley. Which, if you haven't seen T Titans go to the movies, Crime Alley is referenced as uh, Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed. Yeah. And uh, in the in the Teen Titans movie, which is a kids movie, uh, 
in the movie, Robin has to go back in time because he doesn't want Batman to exist. So he pulls his parents out of Crime Alley and saves them. Then at the end of the movie, they realize they do need Batman. So Robin pushes his parents into Crime Alley <gasps> and there's a bunch of gunshots. Oh, that Red, put it, look at that. <laughs> it is it is horrifying. Yeah, Whoa. very wow. Well done. Well done nice on that job. footage. Wow. Uh, yes. Um, and that's that is canon to the Mario movie is Mario and Luigi will go down Crime Alley. Um, and but die? I, I, well, no, their parents will die. Whoa, no spoilers, Rev. Um, <laughs> What's uh, happening right now? How is okay, wait. relevant to the Nintendo Entertainment System? <laughs> Rev, I have something for the Nintendo Entertainment System, actually. And this this reminds me of something in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Is this that is why when- it's going this is going this Jeffrey. is exactly why hey. I silenced Jeffrey in our morning no. meetings. <laughs> no, no, no. He goes, he goes from point eight, one day, he goes no, no, from no. world one dash one to world five dash three, and then back to six dash two just to get to one dash two. Like he just Jada, cannot. I, I appreciate you trying to do a, bring it back to Mario with those references, but I'm gonna let me let me just try, hear me out on this. Here you out. Here you out. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that movie, uh, Nick Fury, played by Samuel Jackson talks to uh spider-man and he says uh he says a star wars quote in it he's just like isn't that one of your favorite movies or something but it's like nick fury samuel jackson he's in star wars as mace windu so that is kind of the same thing with the mario yeah exactly wow red you were like exactly knowing the exact timestamp i'm talking about yeah nick fury is like yeah he says a quote from star wars so it's like okay is this the same thing where mario sees mario in the like world of mario but it's not him mm-hmm. like it's just it's not you know it's just like when uh, you know there's a lot of different uh characters that share universes like in but Marvel, I mean, at Star what Wars, point does he start getting suspicious because like look the mario movie is not like literally one-to-one the plot of s- the original super mario brothers or anything like that but as the mario movie as the mario games start coming out in that universe like at one point does he start going hey this is remarkably like personal experiences I have been having. What is going on? That's why at the end oh, of all yeah. the movies he goes to see in the theaters, it has at the very bottom line of the credits is like this, any, you know, replication of people fictional or oh, real. Yeah. It doesn't like it's, it's, I think it is purely made at up. a certain point though. <laughs> like I'm thinking of a couple of very specific lines that characters say to him. Well, it's like, like Wahoo. Yeah, like that. Well, I'm gonna do the spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Wahoo. Wahoo. There's line in the Mario uh, movie. I can't. Also, the idea that uh, Miyamoto is not like he is in the movie because there again, no spoilers, but there are references to other. I mean, this is kind of hard to spoil because he's made so many wonderful games, but like there are yeah. other Miyamoto games in the movie. Yep. That yep. he definitely is not. He's doing more than finance. Is all. I'm yes, saying. though, for sure. <laughs> it, it presents a paradox is all i'm saying there it is so there's all right we've, so we've got to do circle. it we've got to do it what? uh mario movie one sonic movie one which takes the Ooh. crown okay oh that's hard because the no, sonic no, 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 no. it's not hard you just it's not hard you just, you just gotta, you gotta pick a side jeffrey pick a side pick a side i want you to go ah. first because i know you're you're a big sonic fan i do love so mario and gotta... sonic at the olympic mm. games um Winter the, edition. Uh, I think. I think uh, you might have to. Well, Sonic movie isn't fully animated, so it's hard to. But it's still a movie about a video. <laughs> what? Um, 
I would <laughs> it's say actually a documentary. Regardless here, of here. animation or real or save you know, blend. I think qualitatively Sonic is a better movie. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. I, I still want to hear Jeffrey say. I want I want Jeffrey to answer. I think also Sonic is the better movie in terms of like story and like kind of like rewatchability. The Mario movie is just like a music video, a history of which is fun. Like I like both of them mm-hmm. in different ways, but yeah, probably Sonic. The first Sonic movie has like a I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of an origin story in a way as well for Sonic and Mario. So it's like uh oh man, this is I I'm going to exit out Discord and leave the chat cuz I don't think I can continue this conversation. Yes. I love Mario and Sonic too yes. much. I got Jeffrey well, we off of NVC. I broke it. Jeffrey, hey, Jeffrey Sonic yes. Sonic movie was better is a complete sentence. You can just say that. Yeah. All right, can we, I'll, I'll move my mouth and then can you say that for me, Reb? Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Sonic movie was better. <laughs> All right, great. I can't be canceled that way, so we're good. Cool. How about you, And Seth? you can just be like, that was a deep fake. Um, well, actually, uh, I confession, I've never seen the Sonic movie. So oh, I think Mario Seth. Movie's... You should fix that, dude. You should. It's good. Seth, they're great. It's fun. Ben Schwartz is a wonderful. And remember when, know, when Ben Schwartz. I know, Schor- I know. Everybody in my family has seen them. They like them a lot. And I just never got around to it. You know? Wait, so I mean, Seth, were you confused when Sonic appeared in the post credit scene at the end? And he said, we are here to join the Smash Brothers initiative. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was announced right. by Nick Fury there. He was there. So it was just a really <laughs> yeah. weird time. Nick Fury is confirmed for Smash, actually. We, th- like, we thought that Sakurai was done. Well, you're wrong. Because now it's a marble. Wait a minute, Nick well, Fury's in Star Wars. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to get to uh, our next segment, which is now that, of course, Super Mario is going to be the second highest grossing um, animated movie of all time. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. This movie is going to make a, a ton of money. Yep. Stupid amounts of money. I think it made $26 million yesterday, and it wasn't even open. Just people just threw money. Uh, when they <laughs> drove by the theater, they threw just bundles. Coins. Of, just coins, coins and yeah. stuff. <laughs> just coins. You know, it was appropriate. I like that. I, thematically. But we're going to pitch other Nintendo movies in the and these are serious pitches. In fact, you can go check out our NBC column this week where uh, I think is that Jada, you did one pair mm-hmm. does one Reb, you did one Jeffrey. I don't know. Oh, that got published. I was just writing. No, it's for going fun. to be. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Graber pitched one and I also pitched one and I got a little bit uh, too deep into it and I had to stop because it was going to be turning into fanfic.net kind of <laughs> stuff. So Reb. Let's hear your idea. My pitch is super simple and uncomplicated. It does not require a lot of extra stuff. I just think they should turn Luigi's Mansion into a movie. Uh, We could bring back all of the same voice cast, do do the illumination thing again. Charlie Day was phenomenal. He'd be a great Luigi for Luigi's Mansion. The plot of Luigi's Mansion is just fine. Get someone really goofy and weird to be EGAD and, you know, make (laughs) Luigi's Mansion. I think I think you would need you need a little more of a plot. You would need to flesh out probably some of the ghosts a little bit more. You could maybe borrow some ghosts from the other Luigi's Mansion, like maybe borrow some stuff from Dark Moon or whatever. Talk to some portraits. Yeah. Sculptures. Yeah. Have have like some, some. Some other things going on uh mm-hmm. so that it's like a little more fleshed out i think you want to bring in uh what's his name the really cute little goat polter pup bring in polter mm-hmm. pup polter pup doesn't show up till dark moon but i think you could bring him in in luigi's mansion yeah. one very easily oh, as like initially a character that scares luigi but then is you know becomes a friend <clears throat> and companion um i also think bringing in gooigi at this stage would be an excellent choice yep um but yeah like uh-huh. you really 
you got 90 minutes of of movie right there luigi's mansion easy uh ghostbuster style not scary at all just fun like released on halloween i would pay i would pay to see a movie of charlie day just doing him uh like improv for 90 minutes yeah getting freaked out by ghosts like that would be great i would mario Mario. charlie day is luigi charlie day is luigi and danny devito as egad Ooh, yeah this is bringing it always sunny in luigi's mansion yeah yes that might be good yeah I'm, I'm into that. All right. Luigi's Mansion Jada. Okay. Uh, I'm going Luigi. off of memory here because I haven't looked at it since I wrote it on like Monday. But here we go. Uh, gritty reboot of Zelda. Zelda Noir. So we're doing, we're taking Link as a detective. And it's, you know, it could be all black and white. We could do some color if you want to. Uh, but we're doing, you know, Link is this like, hardened veteran detective and the triforce has been stolen and he's got to go around town investigating he's got to go investigate all over hyrule to find out who stole the triforce now you may be wondering but link doesn't talk how is he an investigator well you know what i got that he's got internal <laughs> monologues for the for, for the fans watching the movie so it's not actually link's voice but just how he hears himself so oh my god canon, who's, but who's not voicing canon. this uh let's do charlie day yeah charlie day charlie day is gonna roll nintendo link is joined by his long-term partner z uh and who is the daughter of the chief of the hyrule police um <laughs> and so uh you know they are she does all the interrogation and talking they do a kind of good cop bad cop kind of thing when they're interrogating people for investigations and stuff and they've got to go through all you know different regions and the conspiracy goes deeper than you think when looking for the different pieces of triforce because they've learned at the end of the first one that it's been spit and split into three parts and it the conspiracy goes deeper are the gerudo involved how about the zoros the zoras the gorons could be anybody maybe the Ritos. never really trusted them birds but <laughs> wow. there's plenty of movies there so zelda noir this is way more creepy i was just like luigi's mansion movie here you go and you made up a whole thing that i like to write i like to write short stories so like fun, yeah <laughs> and there's way more going to be in my column than i mentioned there. that's all i remember i want to watch more detective things so we got detective pikachu let's do just do zelda noir yeah yeah. Oh I'm yeah. With, that. with with Danny DeVito as Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, yeah. It's perfect. I love just, the idea of like the, I'm imagining the the uh the the Gorons being interrogated and he's just like eating a giant rock. <laughs> like just like like in the dark, like just can't see him yet. Oh, the Goron is doing the dining in the dark. Uh, there you go. Like, oh, that's a callback, right? There. All comes back around. Um, I, uh, I, I didn't actually contribute to the uh, uh, NVC columns for movies because I'm actually in current negotiations with uh, uh, Universal Illumination and Nintendo to make this happen. Okay, uh, which is a huge conflict of interest for my job. At NVC. That's fine. Nobody but pays attention. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. No one. Yeah, uh, Universal isn't listening to this. Um, I would love to see an Animal Crossing movie. Now, hear me out. Oh, yeah. I love a good slice of life movie. And what's more slice of life than the Animal Crossing, the the railroad, uh, the game? Uh, It is it is very (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Uh, We'll cut that out. Um, And uh, (laughs) post folks. It's so fun because like every kind of slice of life is like, you know, it's a coming of age, right? It's like, you, you know, you're you're moving maybe away from the city, the city folk, and you're 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 settling down, you're starting over. You have literally 
hundreds of characters to choose from. And yeah. that's there's your Easter eggs right there. Just like, oh, I wonder if my favorite, you know, animal neighbor is going to be in the movie. And I would just let you could do anything. I mean, what's the origin of Tom Nook? Why is he at this island? Why is, you know, why is Blathers, you know, Blathers obviously voiced by Danny DeVito? Um, like we here why... at NBC only know the names of three actors: Jack Black, Charlie Day, and Danny DeVito. Yeah, Charlie Day. Yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, but I really, you know, maybe, uh, maybe the movie does so well that it gets it gets uh, a spinoff into a TV series, and maybe every episode is a different hour of the game, so it's a different music kind of. Oh, maybe it's just like Twenty Four with Jack Bauer, and so Animal oh. Crossing the movie, the show takes place in real time. Mm. Ooh, man, maybe I should stop talking because I, I do want to actually. I am gonna make this. If you say I trademark, have. trademark, then it's trademark. Trademark, trademark. Okay. I feel like right, Animal Crossing has a lot of potential. It. Jeffrey, let's start it. Let's just start a YouTube channel, and we'll just live stream mm. Animal Crossing Machinima like twenty four seven. Yeah, we get let's great get, idea. Let's get, let's get a voice cast. <laughs> let's do... super good idea. Wait, like we Animal actually Crossing... should do that has a lot of potential as like a Ghibli style kind of thing. Oh, I agree. Like, like sort of, oh. you know, like a little slice of life, like like kids out in the mm. summer playing. They could also like take a bunch of characters. Catching. Yeah, they could also take all the characters and do all the uh, movies based on things that are entering public domain. So we could get a Winnie the Pooh movie set in Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. We could get, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse when he enters public domain in the near future. True. Wait, 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 wait. We'll change the Constitution. Reb, Reb, happens. you, you... I'm tearing up thinking about my neighbor Tortimer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you? Actually, Nobody Jeffrey, take this idea. Seen, Jeffrey, did you see there was like an animated uh, Animal Crossing short or something that was there? Done? Is an a- there it's is like, an anime? I, I believe watched it that, ages ago. I don't remember what the context was, but yeah, I think it was like a promo for something. But there is like an animated. Maybe it's like a shorter series. It's something uh, that yeah. I've seen clips of. It's that nice. It, that it, yeah, it is. It's got, oh man, the Studio Ghibli. Like, I'm just thinking of like the all the food. I mean, there's like mm-hmm. thousands of items. Like, oh well. Oh man, and also like so colorful, so vibrant. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I want to see the Animal Crossing movie in 2D. I mean, let's bring That's... 2D animation back. It's funny that you should both mention Studio Ghibli. Oh boy, my pitch for a movie is based on the world. A little game called The Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. However, Ooh. it is not about Link. It is not about Zelda. It is about one of the many people who just lives in that world. Uh, and it's going to be animated. It's not going to be CG. It's going to be like either a Studio Ghibli or like, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Secret of Kells, which is a mm-hmm. highly um, stylized sort of animation style. It's very beautiful. Um, yeah, this would be a non-playable character, which takes a lot of the pressure away from trying to figure out who link is because as we know link is basically the uh the stand-in for you it's uh link doesn't talk link just goes around and so you get to sort of make your own idea link doesn't have much of a backstory he wakes up and then there's something that he has to go do which to be fair it's kind of how life is you wake up and you have to go do um <laughs> so serves two interests at the same time it creates new and interesting characters with their own motivations that are more closely identifiable by an audience, but it also sets it in a familiar and vast world. Because honestly, in Breath of the Wild, while you play as Link, I feel personally that Hyrule is the main character of Breath of the Wild. And Link's role in that is to just tease out details about this character. And so we could cast it 
and it just opens the door for any kind of movie you want. Breath of the Wild, animated by Studio Ghibli. Look for that 2028. Uh, and also look for me and my new Bentley, because that's the first thing I'm going to buy. One of those limo <laughs> ones that has a recliner you can sleep inside of, not while you drive. There it is. This year, I decided I actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television, uh, the Boston Bruins home opener. I went to watch it and boom, blackout restrictions apply, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because I'm still 200 miles away from Boston, but whatever. Had I had NordVPN, that wouldn't have been a problem. I would have just gone in, changed my settings to another geographic area, and boom, I could have been watching all the Boston Bruins home games like it was nothing at all. So now I have NordVPN, and I could watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea, and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN... It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. That's nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. got a mini fridge too probably right it does have a mini fridge but it's only got the hoppinest champagne that i don't drink so it's actually <laughs> sparkling cider which they can't sell in maine anymore because it doesn't fit some definition of what cider is so basically what oh. i'm saying is my bentley has nothing to drink in it some some real world problems you got there seth yeah i, I, can't, I can't wait Absolutely. i can't wait to make my own bentley in tears of the kingdom <laughs> oh man yeah. Well, that's another thing you talk, you know, you're going to go cook something and you got that Studio Ghibli food and it's bouncing mm -hmm. around and it's so good looking and I bet you can even smell it. In fact, it's going to be the first animated movie to integrate smell-o-vision.
No. No, it's going to smell like grasslands and fields. No. You get to a lion, you're like, "Mm, it's going to trigger a whole bunch of sneezing fits from people with allergies. Well, it's going to be hypoallergenic grass. They do that at Disneyland. They have Soren over California. They it's like they're famous for that grass smell. That, really? that fresh cut grass smell when you fly over California. Yeah, my what? my team where my, where my theme uh, Jeffrey Carey keeps a baggie of like What's little going on grass, in LA? blades of grass in his in a Ziploc baggie for when he flies. So when he flies Rube, have over you not California been to heat. Disney World and or Disney California Adventure? Not since I was six. Oh, every everyone in the comments. We let's get together. We're gonna get Reb to send Disneyland. in one coin, and yeah. you can you can help send Reb to. Uh... We're gonna do a coin starter so that Reb can smell oh. the grass at Soren over California. What? This is not anything I was aware of either. I mean, you I got... live in. I I grew up in Kansas where people mow their lawns every day. I mean, right. it's and, and yeah, it kind of smells like that. Sorghum. I know what it, I. <laughs> Don't you, don't you want to spend 400 bucks to go to go do smell that? grass and, no thank yeah. you no, cut grass. <laughs> i'm in california there's plenty of that going on <laughs> whoa reb reb now now you're canceled sorry <laughs> no uh, it's fine it's canceled it's, for that sir you can't cancel you're right her for that it's you're california. right you're right you're yeah canceled. it's california <laughs> no that's you're right it's very it's 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 legal here that's totally fine it's fine. And we're all in California, especially Seth Macy. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Honorary Californian. It's legal here too. And I and, and <laughs> it's if, you, fine. if there was any if there was ever any doubt, just walk along the side of the road and you see all the pre roll <laughs> plastic containers that people throw out because they just have a pre roll before they go to work in their car and they just throw them outside of the road. Mm-hmm. Wow. This wow. Like, Don't do that. that. Yeah. Littering is bad. Littering is That's, very bad. Yeah. It is. Look, I'll go on a whole tangent about how 90% of the litter. Unless I you're in Mario Kart, from then the littering is okay. in Maine. And people just <laughs> maybe should stop doing that, or else, like, people who don't like litter are going to be like, maybe we should stop using this. All the other questionable behavior we've suggested on this show, whatever. But, like, seriously, don't, don't, yeah, don't litter. litter. Yeah. Don't litter. Yeah. Like, it is illegal. Don't do that. Like, yeah. yeah Banana yeah. peels Wait, are I the say- only thing legal, and only if you're playing Mario Kart. True. Yeah. Can I say something just to the just to the people listening? Like you, yeah. none of you can listen to this. Okay, littering is fun. Like throw stuff out of your car. It's <laughs> no, like Seth. Gosh, darn what? it! Why? All right. I okay, didn't hear so you. Reb, I my listening. ears, so the little earpiece <laughs> yeah. in my ear wouldn't. Wait, what? Yeah. All right, we're Wait, gonna okay. have to do a. We're gonna have to do a coup. Uh, I gotta get I this say, back on track. No, we have a. We have a. <laughs> needs to drive the podcast. <laughs> we have a question. Actually, I'm kind of jumping ahead because this is a kind of a complicated question. So it's not question blocked. It was a question sent in by a listener by the name of Casey Crossan, or Croson, I'm sorry, Casey. Hi, Super Friendos. Over the weekend, I was saddened to discover that the storage area where I live had been broken into, and while nothing was taken that's irreplaceable, a number of game consoles I've had since childhood, oh, SNES, no. et cetera, are now gone. For whatever reason, awful. All the games for said consoles remain, so I wanted to ask the panel's thoughts on how best to build back from this. Would you recommend getting replacements of the original consoles, something that's more contemporary, like a Retron 5 or analog, or a scaler like a Retro Tink line recommended by the Facebook group, which uh, I'm an active member of, uh, to use original consoles on modern displays? Thanks for your thoughts, the show, and overall work in journalism. That is specifically huh. uh, aimed at Reb, who, by the way, senior news reporter Reb Valentine, Shucks. what's up? 
Oh yeah. Let's do that. Let's, we're gonna take you to, to Disneyland. Don't do this. Okay. Uh, well, then I will. I won't compliment you anymore. But let's answer this question. And your sweater is great, by the way. Oh my god. I've been wanting the to talk the about that. The sweater is actually quite good. It's amazing. It's really comfortable. It's um, like a like your favorite Afghan at your Grammy's house. It's really like you could nice. wear it. It just looks so comfortable. Yeah. Anyway, it's got the big floppy sleeves. Um, what do you What do you all think? What is your recommendation to build back? From? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not like, th this feels like a Seth Macy question deeply. So I want to hear Seth's answer, but I generally hear good things about the analog pocket. My partner has one uh, every time he pops a little Game Boy or Game Boy Color, Game Boy, whatever game in there. It looks really good. Super um, good. I, I feel like <sighs> with the current, with the, I, I, with the market being the way it is now and with consoles getting older and older, you're probably going to have better luck getting some modern things that can play multiple kinds of games so that they don't like immediately fall apart on you and are guaranteed to run for a long time as opposed to trying to find, you know, something that is clean and and functional and affordable and also extremely old. Uh, but Seth might have a better answer than that. Well, it just so happens that I don't I don't know if I have a better answer, but I have um, answers. And I would say that you kind of lucked out, Casey. Because they took the consoles, and the consoles are actually the easiest and cheapest thing to replace. Oh, Some of those games I don't know anything, are then, yeah. really <laughs> hard to replace in a, um, a any way that you would consider affordable. In fact, <laughs> um, yeah, one of your best things if you want to go the console route is go on eBay and find like or Facebook Marketplace and find an NES that says not working or four parts, and then go watch my new show. This old tech oh. on IGN's YouTube and follow Whoa. this That's old tech this on Instagram. What? No, it's not. Seth um, sent this no, question but... in himself. He did. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no but there seriously, is... you should definitely follow uh, this old tech on Instagram. Um, but no, my actual answer is like, no, really, like the consoles are the consoles are are they're getting more expensive now, but they're easier to replace than the games. However, that being said, like a Retron Five is pretty awesome because you can play a lot of different types of games on one thing and it goes H look at that look at me there's me showing you how to fix your nes you can watch the next show that i'm recording later on what episode um, do you tell people to just blow on the cartridges this is the one where i said don't do that because <laughs> it doesn't actually do anything it doesn't but, um no it doesn't it, it's uh it's, it's 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 a coincidence if it works um where was I? oh yeah retron 5 is awesome i really liked my retron 5 i had it for a long time um, and you can use that on modern TVs and you can do other things like you get Famicom or Super Famicom games and you can actually load translation patches in on an SD card. So you can buy Japanese versions of like Super Metroid or uh, Final Fantasy VI, which are, by the way, way cheaper, have better art and come complete from Japan on eBay. And then you can play them with English translations. Some of the translations that people have out there are better than the official translation. The analog systems are amazing. They're FPGA, which is a whole different thing. Um, they have the best possible emulation, but they're kind of expensive and they're kind of hard to come by. They don't make a lot of them. Um, and then the retro take, I don't have any experience with that, but I know that there's the, uh, the Mr. FPGA, which also expensive, hard to get right now, but is the best emulation machine because it's not actually emulation it uh is hardware on an fpga which means that it's actually whatever it's a whole thing what i'm trying to say is you're gonna be fine 
I'm glad they didn't take your games. It sucks that those are your consoles from when you're a kid, though. That's yeah. that's a huge bummer because I, I I have all my consoles that I owned as a kid, but they're not the actual the actual. So hmm. Jeffrey Jaded, do either one of you have any recommendations for Casey? I'd say become your own vigilante and hunt the person Ooh. down, and yes. uh, you yeah. know take vengeance into your old hands. That's yeah. uh you know that's this is your superhero origin story, <laughs> so embrace it. Better than getting pushed cool. into crime alley. Yes, much better than getting pushed <laughs> into crime alley. That's a good Nintendo movie. Is is Casey going and getting back the systems that are rightfully hers? Yep. Uh, my my suggestion is very boring and expensive, but in Los Angeles we have a lot of great local game shops, uh, and uh, a lot of consoles come in all the time. Like I always love going just to see what's new and. Just recently, I saw like the Hey You Pikachu N sixty four blue and yellow. Yeah, it was like it was like a hundred dollars, which is like a lot of money, but like not that much considering it's like a special edition console for a thing from thirty years ago. But fifty new, I remember. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, I should go back and buy that. (laughs) Um, sorry, Casey. Do not go to the game shops. I uh, (laughs) I'm gonna buy it instead. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's obviously more expensive to buy it like that, but usually the local kind of indie game shops are run by like really cool people and, you know, yeah. support your local, you know, yeah. don't go to the big box retailers. Like, you know, <laughs> obviously they're going to be marked up cause they're brick and mortar stores, but it, it is always fun to kind of like go and see, like you could slowly build up your collection that way. Like, Oh, like there's a game boy advance mm-hmm. for like, 70 bucks and like yeah i'll just have that yeah. now you can also check out like conventions and stuff sometimes they have oh. little small things like that at good conventions call. and that's a good way to also pick so there's some real advice from you other than becoming your own su- <laughs> nintendo superhero i mean i think both of those are at adic- like are good at, uh, pieces of advice. i agree i'm a vigilante <laughs> <laughs> and then thank go you, to <laughs> thank go you to, red uh conventions i will say like um packs i'm always surprised there's always there's generally speaking at pax east there are several dealers that they come up from like new york city or they're just like local to boston or massachusetts and you would think that they would gouge but the prices that they have there pretty much in line with what Mm -hmm. you buy those games like online or like through an ebay auction and plus um it's awesome to just be like i would like to buy Mega Man x please they're like here you go yeah you know i mean and you get to like inspect it right in person versus buying it online at a store where it's like is this actually the picture yeah and they Mm -hmm. always have stacks of consoles and they've all they've done all the testing um, they're not going to try to rip you off. So yeah, good advice, everyone. I appreciate that. But the best advice, obviously, was to go to this underscore old underscore tech on Instagram. Give that a follow. <laughs> you, I, we do content all the time on that. And whenever the new show comes out first, you know. Hey, guess what? It's the time for the Meverse. Reb, what's this dredge game you've been playing? Oh, Seth, I'm so excited to tell you about this. Tell us about dredge. Dredge is a little game I've been playing lately uh, that is a game about fishing. It's a fishing game. I uh, love fishing so much. Oh, so yeah. I'm Not enough games with fishing. You are you play as this this fellow who has been hired uh, to be the new fisherman for this this little, oh, this little village yes. uh, because they need fish to stay alive. And you go out during the day and you you fish and you bring the fish back and you sell them and you take the money and you use it to upgrade par- uh, your boat and get better parts that will make you better at fishing. You will go faster. You will be able to catch more kinds of fish, uh, cool. all these other different things. 
Uh, you also, uh, uh, the, fi the fishing is, is this neat little mini game where it's a little bit passive. You'll fish automatically, uh, over time and the clock ticks, the, cl the clock, the clock ticks down if you're moving or if you're actively fishing. Um, but you can make yourself fish faster by doing like time button presses. And there's a bunch of different variations on that. There's one where it's like a wheel slowly turning out. There's one where it's like, okay, hit it when it's within the green boundaries. There's like a bunch of different variations on it. It's like a rhythm game kind of. A little bit. It's not really, it's, it's not like musically rhythmic more like but, like mm. mini games yeah it's kinda. a bit wario-esque i guess okay. in that sense um okay. but there's different variations Ooh. on it you catch the fish uh you bring them and you sell them uh while all this is going on uh you are warned maybe you make sure you come in before sundown and oh. you know you probably start by doing that and uh all the, all the good fish come out at night Oh yeah, and then suddenly you have to That's go fishing. Song. At That's night. right. Like the fish come out at night. Yeah. Right? That's the song. And then you go out at night <laughs> to catch the fish you need. You made there's that like up. little quests. <laughs> there, there's there's a little quest. You know, go catch me this. Go do this. Uh, and then things start getting weird at night. Um, there's you know. Oh, they do. There's eyes looking back at you in the dark, and there's strange Ooh. things swimming in the deep. And sometimes you fish up uh, a fish that doesn't look quite right. Looks a little weird. Maybe it's got two heads. Uh, and, and maybe things chase you at night and cause problems, maybe even damage your boat. Maybe there's a rock in the water that you didn't really think was there. That's a real thing. Um, mm -hmm. oh, wow. Rocks and, in water. and things, and then you start fishing up, uh, you start learning how to dredge and you start fishing up items, uh, that, that Ooh. are a little spooky. And there's, there's a fellow who wants you to collect more spooky items for him. And that's, okay. that's, that's dredge is, is going out and trying to sort of, figure out what is going on in this strange ocean that gets real weird at night and produces real weird fish while also, you know, surviving. So, wow. so fisherman by day, paranormal hunter by night. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, wow. you had me at like a fishing, you're like, Oh, it's a fishing game. Well, I gotta go download this now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it has this, you're uh, like, There's spooky stuff. Like, what? How does this keep getting better? It has this mechanic. I, I'm really glad they, I, I do not think they use this language. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've not seen this language yet. I'm glad they don't use like sanity meter because I think that's a little bit, uh, this terminology I don't oh, super like care for. Oh, like in that old mm -hmm. uh, Call um, of Cthulhu game? Yeah, I, I don't love that terminology, Xbox. but when you are out at night darkness. and seeing these weird things, you do start to get a little bit freaked out uh, naturally mm. because, because things are weird out there. And the more freaked out you are, uh, the more weird things you start to see. And so you're constantly playing this nice. game of how long, can, you know, I need to accomplish this goal that I can only accomplish at oh, night. Like that. How long do I stay out? Um, and it's not, oh. it's not just seeing Ooh. weird things. It's, it's the things actually can't harm you. Like, I mean, if you're watching the oh. video, you just saw a tentacle come cream this guy's boat into yeah. smithereens. Um, Rest in so <laughs> you're, yeah. you're trying to balance out, you know, how long can I stay out, accomplish what I need to do without causing deep harm to my boat. I have a very serious question, and yeah. it will determine if I can, if I buy this game or not. Okay. Can I name my boat? No. No. That's, oh. uh, that's it. That's oh. it for me. Sorry, guys. Well, zero, I hope the zero zero is listening. Um, if you want that Jada money, you got to add. I need, I need to be able to be able to name my boat. Well, I mean, how else is Bodie McBoatface going to make gonna it? Itch, make it they're going to issue a patch, like, immediately, like an out-of-cycle patch. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you can't things. name the boat. This game um, just sold me, like, five times. Yeah. It's no, very, it, is. I it's good. it does look very good. It seems short. Um, I'm not done with it yet, but I feel like I'm like roughly halfway through and I've played about four or five hours. So I'm thinking it's probably going to cap out at about 10. Um, okay. there, there's extra, there's like side quests. There's kind of a main quest that you're doing. There's roughly five main areas in this ocean. And I have now visited, sorry. Yeah. Five. I have now visited 
three of them starting to go to the fourth. Um, cool. It's quite good. It's on most of the platforms. It's on Switch. Nice. What was the little eyeball at the top during the I, game? I think that was the fear. Yeah, like, that's that's the of... indicator of how how oh. weird how freaky things are getting. Uh, during okay. when during the daylight, uh, if you have not encountered anything weird, uh, it stays closed. Uh, but then as you start encountering more and more weird things, the eye opens. It starts blue, and then like it changes color, so it goes like blue, green, brown. I think red. I don't know if there's a color beyond that. Uh, but it's sort of an <laughs> indicator. Nice blue. The and normal to... order of. Colors. You have to calm down. You can calm down a little bit by being in light. So either during daylight or like by standing next to a light or by sleeping. Uh, sleeping is that how you calm down. I just sleep on my boat. For me, you you can sleep nice. in your boat, but you have to be in a port. It's called a rack on a boat, actually. Uh, or no, wait, that's the Marines. What they call it? <laughs> Seth. Never mind. What? <laughs> he tried to tie, tie it back in and make it wholesome. He I tried. Didn't really? I'm leaving. <laughs> Jada cannot sleep on an unnamed boat, Seth. That's true. I can't. That's true. I can't. Sorry. That is it's it's, bad it's, It is bad luck to change the name of a boat. That's what oh. there is actually true. a yes. whole like subplot in Dredge that where you're finding like these notes about this guy who did a renaming ceremony on a boat and then got really paranoid that he did the renaming ceremony incorrectly because you can rename a boat, but if you rename it incorrect, if you don't do the ceremony correctly, it messes things up. And because this is a world where there's like weird tentacle beasts popping out of the water all the time, uh, this obviously resulted in, I presume horrible misfortune for this person. It seems like it's going down a bad road. Uh, I guess we'll have to find out know a lot I mean, it sounds like i'm just making it up because i live in maine but i know a lot of fishermen and they're all a very superstitious lot mm-hmm. there are certain like fish that they're like get that off the deck it's bad news and then uh yeah also i watched master and commander have you seen that movie man that's a good no. movie. the sea is a cruel mistress fish are it's, weird have you all ever looked at a fish before up. fish are yeah. so freaking weird like they got these weird eyes and these weird shapes yeah. if you like look at a fish if somebody if oh, i've yeah. never seen a fish before and someone brought me a fish like hey look at this i'd be like get that out of here that doesn't belong yeah. here how does some that of them even walk around demon. <laughs> <laughs> some of them have human teeth that is messed up yeah like the parrotfish that's yeah weird messed up thing all right dredge i'm gonna get this game i want to talk real quick about something that i've been up to uh, i've been well okay i've been playing mlb the show 23 that's a really good game but on past episodes i talked about my brother found an apple lisa at his local dump yeah. five years ago yeah. which is a rare apple computer that's worth like a few thousand dollars wow. in working condition mm-hmm. and he gave me the power supply to recap, which I did. No cap, kids. Um, <laughs> and he still couldn't get it to work. So I brought it home with me. And it's, wait, I, can't, I have to be a weatherman here. Find me. Oh, there it is. Right there. And That's you know what happened? For being found at a dump. Yeah. Yeah, I was well. going to say, it looks brand new. We've been, oh, if if you were close to it, you would you would smell the filth. That's uh. not true. It, it's actually it does have that like nineteen eighties electronic smell, which I love. Is somebody? Oh, there! Whoa! Wow. So this particular Apple Lisa is not the one that's in the video right now. That is the most rarest and most valuable one. That is the original Apple Lisa. That is the one that Steve Jobs um like stopped. He was working on that and then he just left it, like he, you know, as he's prone to do members of his family as well um this is actually <laughs> the final apple lisa version the two slash 10 which was also called the macintosh xl friends 
Um, and if I went and hit the power button right now, you know what it would do? Is it going to turn on, Seth? It would turn on. I'm not going to because it has. it's from the 1980s, so the fan is loud as hell. And also, <laughs> the hard drive has some issues, and it just goes clunk, clunk, <laughs> clunk endlessly. But, yeah, I fixed a vintage computer and now it's worth about two thousand dollars nicely oh, done seth congratulations yes. really, really cool thank you i, I will say seth that's also a great suggestion for casey maybe casey can go to a dump and oh, find dump. all of her nintendo consoles and then Look. send it to seth in a stinky box <laughs> into a, just a, a trash bag like a wet paper bag that's just yeah. caked with filth and i'll see what i can do but it's funny because uh, my brother has, well, so many consoles and computers and just like awesome stuff. I have an Apple IIe over here. I have a Game Gear over here that's all his that I'm going to be fixing for my new show, This Old Tech on IGN. Oh Make sure God. you follow that on uh, on Instagram there. But um, yeah, I haven't been playing anything except for MLB The Show. That's a very fun game. Um, but it's, I haven't been playing it on Nintendo Switch, so I can't speak to that. Data. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, the main one I'm playing right now, I can't talk about yet. Ooh, um, put but, that on your bingo card. Uh, yes. That's my favorite. But I will be back to talk about it soon. Um, so I'm very excited. It's called Tears of the Kingdom. It is called Tears of the Kingdom. Um, no. Um, <laughs> outside of that, I'm playing a darling little indie that just dropped called Meet Your Maker. Um, if you have not seen this game, uh, it dropped on PS Plus. But it's basically Super Mario Maker meets Doom um oh and so you build these dungeons and then you go through other people's dungeons to try and steal their like materials and get out alive oh, yeah. um yes. it looks rad it, it, it's you know what at my first day playing it i hated this game i absolutely Aww. thought it was just it didn't look what like what i expected from watching the uh trailers and stuff because it looked a lot mm. faster in the trailers um it's a lot you know you can move through it quicker but you'll probably die a lot more um so i'm moving through it a little bit slower the thing that's really sparked my interest with it is the building mechanic and building my own dungeons and such for other people yeah, and then watching so cool. and then you get to watch the replays it records the replays of people going through your dungeon oh, no and dying a bunch uh, of times so like i set this <laughs> i had this one trap where there is a holographic box so it's nothing actually there it's a mirage um but behind it there's a skewer trap and so but <laughs> it makes it look like you can grapple to this box that's a mirage. So people grapple into the skewer and they get skewered and then they fall into yeah. an acid pit. And it's, it's great. Mean. It's it is you very monster. mean. <laughs> it is very mean, but it is a lot of fun. There's a lot of very creative um people that are making very cool dungeons I've explored. Um I've I'm not gonna, you know, lie. I have been shot in the back by some arrows on the way leaving. Like I've walked out of the dungeon. I'm like, yeah, I'm safe. And then an arrow hits me in the back of the head. <laughs> um, so people are <laughs> very, very all are are much meaner than I am. Um, but it, it's great. I really enjoy the building mechanics. So if you like Super Mario Maker, if you like Minecraft, even because it's all like most of it's like kind of box based I for like building both stuff. Of those things. Um, you'll probably really like it. the The only thing is like you you do have to go through a bunch of dungeons to get the resources in order to uh unlock stuff to put in your dungeon and make really cool things oh, okay. but that's kind of cool actually but yeah I it's can, cool so you have to go you know you have to go through other people's dungeons and die to make your own death trap i love that cool. oh yeah and this it's is, on, on is this on switch uh i don't believe it's on switch it is on <gasps> ps plus right now what um, keep that on beyond I on this is some beyond bullcrap i believe it's also out on steam as well so you can if you got a mm. pc 
Which, well, Seth, we don't I have a PC got, podcast I, anymore. <laughs> Seth, I know you've got at least one PC in your house. So uh, at least at one. Least, at least yes. one. So you, know, you could probably go play it there. All right. Wow. Well, this looks awesome, and I kind of wish it were on Switch. I want to play it. I only have a Switch, actually. I lied. I don't have a PC. I'm actually recording the show on my Switch. You know, you do that. <laughs> through the, through the IR camera on your joystick. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good apps on the Switch. It is true. Jeffrey, what have you been up to? Uh, I, I, I just want to say really quick, Jade, I love you describing building dungeons and killing people while wearing Bowser horns. It's very yeah. poetic. It's good, yeah. Uh, I stay um, on point. <laughs> Every time it's just a camera shot of Jada talking with the horns, like I'm off camera laughing because it's oh, yeah. like delightful. It's really good. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's just very best. I love I love you're just like, yeah, it's very mean, but it's kind of fun. Like you're Bowser. <laughs> best character um, in the Mario movie. Hands down. Fantastic. Oh yeah. So good. Uh I am currently uh I'm Trying to 100% Breath of the Wild right now. Uh, Whoa! I've been playing How many, Korok seeds? How many Korok seeds do you have? Okay. Uh, the Korok seeds is just that is not even that, I'm not even that's not even on my roadmap right now. I'm, <laughs> so you're uh, not going I, for the hundred percent. I really. Well, <laughs> <okay. laughs> wow. Okay. Cooler with the Bowser horns here. Um, I. Uh, I mostly just trying to get all the shrines. I realized there are just a couple shrines that I've missed mm. that I, that some of them are like part of the DLC kind of. So yeah. it's like, mm. you know, I'm using our very wonderful IGN like interactive map on our, on IGN.com uh, to find uh, some of the shrines I just cannot find because it's just fun to just wander around and hope that the shrine indicator starts beeping. But then it's like some of them, you know, they're like shrine quests where you can, you know, it's like you have to talk to somebody to kind of trigger the kind of shrine reveal. Um, but it's really fun. I, I forgot. I, I, there's this, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember what it's called in the game, but it's in the Northern map of Hyrule where it's just a big forest where it's completely black. Like you go mm -hmm, in yeah. and it's shrouded and I forgot how scary that is. It like is, you, yeah. there's no way, like you, you have a torch obviously they can use, but I've been using like the guardian shield and sword cause it kind of glows and it kind of <laughs> illuminates more. And I just like, uh that i just i hate that my mind immediately was like oh i should make another dining an, another <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say you're going <laughs> dining in the dark yeah dining in the dark because you can like sit at a fire sit at a stove and, and cook something um but yeah but it's just it's just i was playing that last night i was like wow this is like i took some screenshots it is just pitch black like it is truly just the glow of like the guardian sheath of my sword and yeah i just i i'm worried like should i not play breath of the wild so much right before tears of the kingdom because it's just gonna feel like the same game which is no good. the game is good uh but i i'm just getting really excited because i feel like the game tears of the kingdom will be will feel so different from breath of the wild even though it looks the same that i'm just like getting so amped that i can't believe we're gonna get tears of the kingdom in almost a month which yeah is it's like yeah. less you're, than five weeks i feel like you're you're doing I feel like you're going to have a satisfying experience with this because I've talked on here before about how like I came back and did the Champions Ballad DLC and then I realized at that time that I had not finished all the shrines and so I kind of did what you did like I tried to get as many shrines as I could just by playing normally like I tried to visit areas of the map I knew I hadn't been to yet I did all the quests uh, I kind of wandered around for a little bit and then I, I did what you did and used a guide for like the last handful that I hadn't been able to find and then I did Terrytown because uh, I had always really wanted to finish that quest and then I felt satisfied 
and I closed Breath of the Wild forever. And Whoa. I, I never like, oh, to be opened wow. again. I don't think so. Like, no, I, it's I, done. I dressed him up. I, I'm coming to your house. No, I'm going to grab your switch. I'm going to delete Breath of the Wild for you. You can oh, keep your safe no. file. Reinstall it. <laughs> it's never to be opened again. No, but I haven't. I haven't opened it since then. Like I, I left it alone. It felt like I, I put Link in his uh, in his green the garb that you get for finishing all the shrines his like original mm-hmm. link garb and i stood i yeah. stood him on a cliff overlooking Terrytown at sunset and i i sat and looked at it for a minute and i was like yeah this was this was a complete experience for me and i put it away it's a good it's a nice way to kind of sunset it yeah you know, to sunset that, that is, one i like games where lit- i can do things like that literally a sunset i also forgot how much fun it is to dye your clothing oh, like yeah. i've ju- i like last night I, I was like oh yeah i forgot you can dye your clothing because i made like a red tunic like when i first started playing then never dyed anything again and then now i have so many more clothes and i'm going in there i was like oh wait you can like change clothing that you don't think you can change like i put on the like the armor like just like very like oh there's he's gonna be like oh you can't dye this and then you can dye it and it's fun it's an underrated feature i I enjoyed that a lot more games need armor dying yeah yeah hope it comes back armor dye simulator 2024 that actually that would actually probably do really well yeah <laughs> there's like a whole genre of dress-up games uh is it really oh well, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. And, and like i mean uh, also like just late game for a lot of the games it's just like you know monster hunter it's all about being the fashion most fashionable hunter at the end of the game so yeah there's a market for Animal it. crossing is a dress-up simulator for the yeah. most part so there's a game yeah. series called style savvy that i've mm. talked about before oh, uh right that is basically just a dress-up game and it's it's really genuinely very fun and sin sophia the developer i do not remember the name of the new one but they're making a new dress-up game for yeah. the switch that was announced like in one of the last yeah because they was doing that direct and you're like wait mm-hmm. a minute is that this was, style savvy your... yeah, yeah yeah and then it was yeah yeah is this Whoa. this is oh, the new yeah. one isn't it yes. oh shoot yeah. what's it called uh, i've got to wait for the video to tell you what it's called it's called in Dress style up and get up no alley. no come on <laughs> the name, trailer. oh but they're they're really good like, like it's genuinely His really good i was really happy that since sophia came back to do this um because it's like an under it's it's an underrated genre and it's something that i feel like doesn't get a whole lot of like mainstream attention but it's actually i i believe style savvy was one of the more popular franchises on the ds it definitely sold really well yeah i sold a ton of copies to my gamestop days for that one yeah i don't know okay well it'll it'll tell me the title eventually might be a surprise. This is, this is actually a 20 minute trailer. So. Totally like unaware. A, yeah. Yeah. It's like a. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, oh, I like this actually. It's so it's funny. Nice. Red, Red is like biting his tongue right now. Fashion Dreamer. Like, Fashion Dreamer. Available 2023. Wait a second. We're in 2020. It's this year, everybody. Yeah. It's almost here. Who's on that review? Sorry, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. There's a new GOTY. And it's Fashion <laughs> Dreamer. Hey, I'm. I own more clothes than probably I should. So I, I'm I'm into this idea of playing dress up virtually because it will take up a lot less closet space. Mm-hmm. Um, we have it's cheaper limited, too. We find it's way cheaper. Well, here's the thing. Uh-oh. I live right next to TJ Maxx. So <laughs> I'm always dressed in the best of last year's fashion. The pinnacle of fashion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people are like, "Where'd you get that shirt?" And I'm like, "I got it at TJ Maxx. Good luck. You'll never be able to get it again. And it was twelve dollars <laughs> by a brand you've never heard of. It smells a little bit like a warehouse fire for some reason. <laughs> it smells like my Apple hey, Lisa. Seth, have you tried washing yeah. your clothes? <laughs> have I tried washing your clothes? Is just wasteful, man. It ruins yeah. them. Yeah, it just ruins them. That's how they they come undone. 
and then the water it washes that you you, you want to wash all of the, the filth into the ocean not me <laughs> i'll wear my filth and he gets something seth doesn't know. believe about putting his filth on the ocean he only believes in putting his filth on the street Put your filth in the trash can and don't litter. <laughs> don't litter. No, I agree. You should not litter. He's 100%. Yes. If people are watching. Uh, nobody's at Country roads? No. Throw a Why tire out there. Throw a mag. So many, this. So many, many caveats, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, if you live pretty much anywhere where there's country roads and you go down one, you're like, somebody just didn't want to throw away their washing machine i guess because there it is oh look there's a living room uh that finds, finds apple tvs or i apple wish computers just, just set up God. just like a whole like desks entertainment space just set up on the side of the road he's like oh i'm gonna take this out Casey, try driving down a country road <laughs> yeah see if you can find a nintendo entertainment system like, well i didn't find an nes but i did find uh one tire. <laughs> it's filled with mosquito It'll just be an animal. It's just an Animal Crossing journey then at that point. It's just an Animal Crossing. It, Don't it spoil my movie, Jada. Please do not spoil the movie. Well, this has been a damn good amount of fun, and I have had a great time, but I'm afraid to say that we are out of time on this week's NVC. Before we go, I have a few favors to ask. If you're watching us on YouTube, please leave us a like and a nice comment. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, Please leave us a review. It helps us spread a good NVC word, and we will be forever in your debt. Jada, thank you for joining us yeah. with your Bowser horns. Always a pleasure. We love having you on. It's so much better than that other podcast. I don't even remember what it's called. But you're <laughs> with the PlayStation or whatever. I don't Eith. get to wear horns on that one. <laughs> yeah. Eith. See? Who's the winner? We're the winner. NBC. Yeah, we win. Uh, uh, it's the only podcast where you can get the, get the thing. thing. Get the thing. Everyone go listen to Jada on Beyond. Yeah, listen to me there. And go see the Mario movie. Watch my Resident Evil clip. <laughs> That's a really good one, actually. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.